Welcome to Dueling Monkeys. I am Steve. This is I Tom. Am Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Steve. Trevor has his birthday coming up, so he's doing some family stuff. So happy birthday to Trevor. Yeah. MIA. We won't we won't disclose the day, but it's coming up. So get on the page and wish him happy birthday. Yep. Hey everybody, if we're grateful for again for all you listening, please like and share this as much as you can. We love to keep this going and sharing it, so we're thankful to those who've done it so far. Yes, very, very, very appreciative. So, what is what is the difference between a light bulb and a pregnant woman? I don't know. You can unscrew a light bulb. What do you call a can can opener that doesn't work? A can closer? (laughs) A can't opener. Uh, That's funny. I like that. I like that one. (laughs) I can't give you just the ha like Trevor can give you. That one one was funny. That one one made made me laugh. That's a good one. No, our dad jokes. So everybody knows for our 20th episode, we'll probably do like a joke episode. Um, It will be airing next week or whatever day that is. Well, if this one's, it'll be May the previous 1st. week. It'll be the May 1st episode. Right. So, but this information will be happening afterwards, remember? Yeah. <laughs> See, folks, I'm special. Tom keeps me in line. I try. It's hard. So go back and listen to the 20th. It'll be jokes. All right. <laughs> Today is going to be um, current events. So this could either be really depressing or really funny or a combination of both. Yeah. Hopefully try and stay more on the positive. So, would you like me to start off? Or do you want to start off? Um, I'll, I'll go off one. Um, so, did you know, <clears throat> did you hear that uh, they were going to arrest Trump? I don't know if they did or not. I heard they did. Or the... I heard it happen, but I don't know how long he actually stayed. So, well, I mean, with, with his money, probably like 15 minutes. If that. Yeah. But, is, that your, yeah. is that your whole news, or is that... Well, so, uh, I was thinking about it with all this stuff, and so he's going to run for president again, right? Mm. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if he used this going to jail as a promotional campaign. So it's funny you say that because uh, I, I listened to I'm trying to think of who I think it was Ben Shapiro. Um, he was talking about I think I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Uh, he was 
I don't know why I was listening to it, just popped up, but he uh, was talking about that's how Trump stays relative in the news is that he does something outlandish, something that's going to keep him in the public eye because I guess he feels like if he isn't doing something like that, he's going to fall out and people will forget him. Yeah, it would, be, it would make a lot of sense. So, I mean, you, you just go back and look at his history. Like, he first started off with when he first announced, I'm probably getting arrested for this, you know, storm the White House, whatever, tomorrow, like, whatever Tuesday, which never happened at that moment. So, I mean, he's just getting people riled up and getting attention. That's, I mean, that is his MO, so, yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, that's, that's what he likes to do is just keep him, keep his name out in public. So, yeah, well, I, I just think it's funny that, um, with all the negative shit and don't get me wrong, both, both sides of the political party are fucking corrupt, but like with all the shit he's done and his allegations, whether they're true or not, even the proof, people don't believe it and people still love him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't get it, but whatever, to each their own. Just everybody, FYI, this isn't going to be a political thing, but a political podcast. But uh, that's just one of the big hitters in the news. But uh, um, I think the reason people love him is because he's not a term politician. He's he's kind of for of the people for the people kind of thing. That's my my take on it. Just because he has not been a politician for years and years, so he's kind of the outsider, you know, getting in there. Yeah, so I guess technically he'd be an underdog. Yeah. And everybody loves an underdog. Yeah. yeah. Plus, with all of his tweets and stuff like that, he's definitely of this age. Yeah. Of this generation, but whatever. To each their own. I think that's where the love for him comes from, is just because he's the outsider coming in. Yeah, that and... He's never been you know, governor anywhere. He's never been a mayor anywhere. He's just a businessman that ran for president. Yeah. Love him or hate him, but that, you know, that's... I honestly feel like that's probably the best that somebody that's not been corrupted by politics should be in there, but... I don't know who that you know, that perfect person is, but I feel like a president, you know, president shouldn't be somebody that's been in politics forever. I don't know. I, I, I don't think there's such thing. as uh, a perfect candidate, but like that, like no matter who you are, somebody has um, put money into your campaign. So at that point you're in somebody's pocket. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Think- it doesn't matter. So Trump's in, Trump's in his own pocket because I think he funded himself. Because if I remember, all his money that he gained from it, he gave to, he donated. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we could go like whole bunch of shit what we've heard with um, Trump in the past, but this is current events and it's not political. So, <laughs> as of April twenty first, nudists in Austria in Austria are up in arms about the plans for a cable car that would pass over their popular beach on the northern end of Vienna. Uh, it's a popular nudist beach. You know, you know those are clothing optional. Um, the Austri- the country's Austrian press 
quoted nudist Barbara House Gel or House Yell saying she feared for her privacy if cable car users were to use their cell phones and take pictures while they're going across above the above the beach. <laughs> well, I mean, then you choose like you choose to go to this nudist beach, so it's your own damn fault. Yeah, I I, I see your point, like because it's a private area, but it's not technically private. It's still city owned, right? City should or country owned. I don't know how they work in Austria, but yeah, yeah, I, I get both sides. I, I, some my my topics. I try to find something outlandish and weird. I didn't try to find something that was, you know, depressing. Just something random. I'm trying to find yeah. the, the random. Yeah, I don't. I I don't try to do like too many funny. It was just more like I try to get good and bad. Just kind of what's going on in the world. So, like this one. This one's funny. It's funny, but it's not funny because I can picture some kids doing this, even myself. A boy, this happened April 17th. Um, a boy got stuck in a in a claw machine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard about that one. A uh, boy got stuck in there. He was trying to get in there to get a prize. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, he got stuck. <laughs> There's no names given. Just a 13-year-old boy. It made me laugh because... I know people who would have done that at that age. and <laughs> What do you mean? We, we tried. I might have attempted, but I, I wouldn't have gotten far. <laughs> uh, I got one on the, the more happy side of news, I guess. But I guess there's a, a breakthrough in Alzheimer's and research with the drug. And it helped uh, 27% of patients and helped slow the decline of like um, like their memory loss and stuff like that. That's cool. And um, let's see, they have another one. They're doing more breakthrough with HIV uh, with uh, stem cells and um- umbilical cord blood. Stem cells are something miraculous. They're like, I don't want to say they're essentially creating life, but they kind of are. They can create a lot of things with this and help, can almost create perfect people that will never have problems. Yeah, it'd be be weird. But you know just how nature works. We fix a bunch of problems. Something else is going to pop its ugly hair. Yeah head up so but I mean it's just a cool thing so I remember meeting a dude um trying to remember what part of Florida he was in I think he was in Sarasota um Sarasota is right on the is like a a a city on the Gulf Coast yeah really pretty water on it um for the Gulf Coast I mean it's like super blue water it's really pretty but uh yeah this dude was telling us about he was in the health field and he was studying it, trying to he he wanted to help with some of the breakthroughs. But it, this was like 2004. He was saying by 2009, they'd be able to regrow nerves. OK, so I mean, that's essentially what you can do with stem cells now. But he's like, you 
he's like, you think people that are paralyzed and all that's going to give them feeling? It's going to give them touch. I guess he he was just so stoked that they were able to start doing things like that, and uh, how like we could change some of these illnesses and heal people from them. Yeah, it, it's really cool, but like every like there's people so up in arms and um about oh you're stealing it from babies and blah 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 blah. The I don't know where I've heard this from, but so don't don't kill me if I butcher it. But they were saying that now they're able to create artificial. It's it's still stem cells and actual, but they can do it without like growing an embryo it i haven't heard that but it wouldn't surprise me with some of the things they can do yeah they they were saying like even they're they're starting to grow like livers and um hearts and stuff like that outside of somebody's body like um that don't have to be alive or anything like that so it was kind of a breakthrough but i don't know if it's actually come to fruition or if they were like working on it uh yeah i don't know i can't i can't voice anything on that i have i have no idea and like that one that one's just purely hearsay from what i've heard so like i don't have an actual source of that information but so could be completely false or it could be completely true or somewhere in the middle, probably somewhere in the middle. So the, yeah, how some of the things that you they've got to know how to do some things that haven't been released. I guess conspiracies, but there's stuff that they probably know how to do. Higher ups know how to do, but you have to have so much field research on it. I feel before you can just jump in it. Yeah. Before you can say, oh, yeah, we all of a sudden have, you know, cure for AIDS or whatever. We have the cure for it. Like, you have to test it, and you have to test it over time. Like, make sure it's going to be legit. It's not just, like, an instant thing. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, they have a somewhat cure for HIV that makes you almost, or basically undetectable, which I guess makes it so it stops spreading. But it doesn't work on everybody. I mean, it's just like every other medicine. Not all medicines work for every single person. Yeah. I think I saw the commercial for that the other day. It was it was talking about you can take it and it'll help you, you know, get rid of your symptoms and this and that. But it said it does not help with if you come in contact with other STDs. And it listed off a whole bunch of them. It was like, this is only for AIDS. This isn't for these. And yeah. I was like, that's funny that they have to go through all that just to, <laughs> to give this medicine. Well, it's, it's probably one of those things that's like, oh, it's a cure-all. Yay! No, no, no. Yeah, everything's different. Yeah. What helps your cold isn't going to help your flu necessarily. So, Speaking of which, sorry we're a little sniffly today. Yeah, I'm just getting over a cold. And I'm just... Whatever. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I got another happy story. This one comes from Madrid, Spain. And this one kind of baffles me because I don't know how lo- how this person could have survived this long, but 
a mountain climber came out of a cave about 230 feet underground where they spent 500 days isolated from the outside world. How many days? 500. So what is that? Two years? Uh, a little less well, than two three, years? Fifth, 356. 354 to 356 is a year, right? So uh, 150. Uh, yeah, whatever. I always get it mixed up. <laughs> Dyslexia. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope they have a cure for that. Um, <laughs> but so that's like a year and like a, a quarter into the next year. Just under a quarter. So just over a year. She's a 50-year-old, and she le- she left the cave, sh- they, they said, shortly after 9 a.m. So, so what, is this what, a- where the hell was the food? Because you have to eat. I don't know if she... No, well, that, that's what I didn't de- jump too much into, and or it yeah. kind of confuses me. Maybe she ate bugs or something? I don't know. Or just rats or whatever she found in the cave and just cooked it. I don't know, but... Must have had a water supply in there too, and where are you gonna poop and all that? It's like you're asking to be sick. Well, guess I could do more research into that one, but oh, I mean that's kind of crazy. I mean, the feats of the human, like psyche and endurance, and like this, the want to survive is just crazy. Yeah, it's really weird, but how durable the body can be too mm-hmm. and how it can adapt to things. Yeah. And especially at any age, I mean, a 50 year old, like you wouldn't think would be like the best survivalist, especially since most, most of us period are not in the greatest shape. Yeah. Well, maybe our country, maybe Spain's in a little better shape than we are, but. Oh, so for my understand is that the whole world is kind of getting, more chunky. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me with the type of food going on. How easy it is to do anything anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't help that, like, all the preservatives and all that shit like that don't make it so your body can digest your food very well either. Yeah, that's why they say to do organic everything that you can. Yeah, but that shit's expensive. Not all the time. I mean, any fruits and vegetables, it's like twice the damn price. So, here's what I found out. To, at least, I imagine it could be for a lot of fruits to clean them. So, I saw, an, I saw a thing for, it's for pregnant ladies, but it should work for everybody. Is the the pesticides and stuff don't always come off with washing it. Yeah. So they say you got to fill up your, uh, um, fill up like a bowl with some water, put some straw, put your strawberries, berries in it, whatever. And then put in like, it was like a cup, half a cup, go Google it. They didn't give me the proper portion, but I'm just trying to guess based on what the cup looked like was, uh, that amount of vinegar. And then you put in, uh, some baking soda and you mix it and it cleanses it and cleans it to make it to take 
off every pesticide and everything. So you let it sit for 10 minutes or something, and then you rewash them all off again and then eat them. I wonder if that would affect the taste. See, I thought that too. Get a nice strawberry Caesar salad flavor. Yeah, basically. I mean, vinegar is very, very, very intense. You'd rather have that, or would you rather be sucking down pesticides is the next thing? Uh, I'll just not eat fruit. You're not a big fruit guy. I love fruit. Uh, Yeah. More for you, less for me. I'm good with that. Mm, I love a good star fruit. Yeah, star. there there's some some that aren't so bad. Star fruit's kind of weird. It's like an apple pear. Uh huh. I like it. I love apples. I'm on a mission to eat as many styles of apples as I can. Every time I see a new one, I haven't tried. I got to try it. Uh, I think apples are probably one of the only ones that I can really do and i mean i'm not gonna lie most of mine come for uh the rocky mountain chocolate factory with uh, the the chocolate covered chocolate covered apples yeah the diabetic kind <laughs> yeah all the good and all the bad i've never been a big fan of those kind of apples I don't know, I, I think with like the Reese's and the Rocky Road and some of the stuff that they put on them is actually really cool. My um, wife and son like him, but eh, I can handle one piece or two, but I, I can't. It, I'm just not a big fan. Yeah, I, I probably have one or two pieces a, a day for a week. So it lasts quite it, a while. So how do you keep it from not browning? You don't. Hmm. You cut it off. Or you just eat the the apple stuff and then just leave the top parts and just kind of munch on that later. Oh, gotcha. You so want to guess... share, one, share one next? Yeah. You want me to go again? I'll go for one. Um, I guess there's a lot of endangered species that are coming from back from the brink, um, like tigers and some wolves. Um, an Anatolian leopard. Um, thought uh, so after 50 years researchers thought that it was it was gone but one was spotted in Turkey in May hmm. of last year or sorry 2021 and it's just kind of crazy how like how life finds a way and maybe they weren't extinct but they just went uh, into hiding Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could also be one of those things that they are in this remote spot and it's the one place we didn't look for them and then they started breeding and they just started spreading. spreading. Yeah. I guess that's what I mean by they're kind of in hiding. So where where we wouldn't typically find them or know where to find them. Like Bigfoot. No, I I was just thinking like <laughs> me, the mentally thinking that we need to hide the, from from uh, the world, but I don't think they think too much like that. I think it's just one of those things. Just life eventually finds a way. Well, yeah, but I feel like if they they get a sense enough, if uh, they go, oh, we, you know, like I feel like they'd get like a sense that they'd know if they had like a 
tub or you know whatever die in an area so they didn't like to go back to that area so maybe they witnessed that and it kept them from going there and now that they've bred long enough that the other ones don't have that sense they're starting yeah. to come out of it yeah so uh maybe i, I don't know i don't know it could be a uh, crazy like that because uh when you were saying that did you know crows hold grudges yeah I think that's crazy that they will remember what you look like and all that shit and they will hold a grudge or if like a crow dies in their, in their flock or whatever, they won't fly over that area again. That's interesting. I didn't know that part. That's really interesting. It's just kind of crazy. Like, I mean, something so small, you don't think it would have the mental capacity or the memory and stuff like that. But it, it goes to show it doesn't matter how big or small your brain is. Like there's something else at play or they just, a brain is just ultimately a huge computer that can hold a bunch of shit that we have no idea about. And just, that just shows how little we know about the world. I do have a funny story about those though. What crows? Yeah, so it's it's super funny. So, um, one of the times I was in Florida, we were talking to a lady, and we and her family, and we were sitting in on their front porch or in the on their in their front room, and um, all of a sudden a cat comes in from outside. She kept the door open, just because it was like a nice breezy kind of cool day. So she left the door open to kind of get a breeze in there. And so she left it open and the cat comes trotting in and I looked at the cat and I was like, what, what is happening with that cat? And all of a sudden it's like, that cat has a bird in its mouth. And mm-hmm. I thought, it's like the cat's eating a bird. And they're like, what? So they chase the cat off. And all of a sudden you see this crow flying around the house and this lady and her daughter were just freaking out, like, get it out, get it out. And they're all trying <laughs> to smack it and chase it out the door. And they got it out the door, so they hurried and shut it. And a few minutes later, you know, I ended up leaving and looking across the street on the power lines. Uh, don't they call, like, a flock of those a murder? A murder yeah. of crows were sitting on the power lines across the street, just glaring at the house. And I could feel them looking at me when I got in the car and left. Like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I flew off. They were there. As far as I could see, they were just still on that power line staring at that house. And it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, H- Hitchcock had it right, man. Yeah, he did. Speaking of which, did you, I don't remember where I saw it, but there was a huge, huge, huge flock of birds that almost blanketed the whole sky and people were making fun of it. Yeah, like, oh, Hitchcock finally, uh, the birds finally came to life. Where was that at? I don't, I don't remember. I just saw it on one of those uh, shorts. Oh. On YouTube or something. They didn't, they didn't really say where they were. Uh, but it was crazy they were making fun of it but yeah it was like the whole sky was just filled with birds and they were just like going around and like you know when they like mate and they try and go in weird patterns and stuff like that they were all doing that oh weird big orgy yeah 
It's a lot of eggs falling. Yeah, gross. <laughs> um, so German officials seized a bunch of cooked bats near the Belgian border. So let me read this. So mo- most of my stuff comes from AP Associated Press. Uh-huh. I'll leave the web page there, you know, in the show notes when it comes to it. But German officials seized cooked bats and a nearly, a nearly a ton of unrefrigerated fish after police stopped a van that had entered the country from Belgium. Uh, federal police said a patrol on Monday stopped the vehicle at a highway exit on the edge of the border city of Aachen or Aachen and found the bats under the fish. <laughs> it's so, so weird. Like, why? Like, <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I, fi- I think, I swear I've heard that like bats could be, uh, they can give like a, I don't want to say like kind of like a high. Oh, like the, the aphrodisiacs and stuff like that, the medicinal yeah. stuff. I okay. could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like I said, I, this is hearsay, like you said, like, yeah. I swear I've heard that before, but I, I don't know. That, and that, it, it's fun. just because you're cooking the rabies and you're digesting it later. Yeah. So it, it, I think that's maybe why it's such a big deal. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it is funny. I mean, it's kind of crazy that people would go to the links of that shit. Yeah. Like, so, like, sorry. Trying to keep trying to keep your ass safe and you guys just fighting us tooth and nail. Yeah. You still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I heard a few clickings. Um, oh, I just, I just set the phone down for a second. I got another one. So, this one came out March 29th of this year. Um... This came in Amsterdam. A giant meatball made from the flesh cultivated using the DNA of an extinct woolly mammoth was unveiled on Tuesday at Nemo, a science museum in the Netherlands. They so made a, a meatball of a woolly mammoth. But they found the protein. So they essentially did the like what they did on Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, so if you remember in Jurassic Park, the, they found like DNA and the protein strands, like the myoglobin, they call it myoglobin. Well, it was missing some strands, so they filled it in with cow, like they did like they did on uh, Jurassic Park. So yeah. they did this with the uh, woolly mammoth. They found some woolly mammoth protein and created woolly mammoth out of it and made a, made a meatball. But the they don't dare eat it because they don't know what it was gonna do because it's a protein that's over four thousand years old. Yeah, it's probably something got some sort of bacteria that we have no idea what it is. It'll be the next T virus. Yeah, probably. The the guy the company they do hope to put the cultured meat on the map in the European Union. A market where such meat as food is not regulated yet. 
So they're working on it and testing on it and going to try to put it out into public use in Europe. That sounds like the black market to me. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you want to try a a woolly mammoth meatball? I would to a certain extent. Depends on how expensive that bitch is. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be pricey. So, did you hear about the SpaceX start the Starship exploded? Yeah, they shot it off and it blew up. Uh huh. Yeah. And that... So, so Elon Musk is trying to it saying that it was an exciting test launch and that it's it's not it's not a failure. Like, no, your shit explodes. It's a failure. So, was there anybody on it? I didn't see that. No, it was just a test flight. That's what I. That's what it reads like. Um. But yeah. But I mean, I would have heard it, more about it if there were people on it. Yeah, I think you would. I think it was just like unmanned or like AI controlled or whatnot. But the thing is, is you're building this and then you're expecting to go into space. I would want a refund. Yeah. Well, you know, um, they're really pushing it because I found out that, uh, so I don't want to give, I'm trying to think of how to word this. So I'm not going to tell the company. I only know because I found it through company news, just just the newsletter, but they're building a space hotel. And I think Elon Musk is behind it and a bunch of other people, but it's supposed to be like a big popular destination. They're building this huge, big hotel and putting it in space. And they're going to, I can't remember if they're going to, you know, shoot a rocket up to it or if it's going to be like an inner tube kind of thing that will suck you up to it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they have like the space, space uh, stations they have up there. Um, they have um, what you call it, the airlocks. But I mean, they're it's like, it's not any pilot can do it. Like these people have to get within a millimeter mm-hmm. of this thing, and there are some good pilots out there. But you have one bad day, you're screwed, and you've just killed everyone. Uh huh. So, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that, but whatever. Yeah, that it'll be interesting. But I know they're they're in the works of building this big space hotel. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever go. I'd want to, but I don't think I'd ever have the money to afford it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, if no, money was no option, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't go. I think I will. I think I'd like to. There's, there's too many variables to go wrong. It's probably a multi-million-dollar trip. Yeah, probably both ways too. Uh huh. But yeah, that's that's why I wouldn't is because I'd never be able to afford it. But I feel like it, money not an option. I, I think I'd want to try it. I mean, I've, I feel like 100, 200 years down the road, 
maybe we'll be smart enough where a lot of this won't be issues uh-huh. and we've figured some stuff out even like star travel and stuff like that if if we do great wonderful but like that, i'm not gonna be around for that shit no but it is what it is yeah um so i got one on uh, one more bad one than i've got not some more good ones but i guess uh seven miles of california beach was closed due to a sewage spillage yeah Oh, That's why I mean, they're all here. Yeah, no right shit, right? Yeah, I mean, they predicted bad stuff, so they're coming here now. Yeah, well, I mean, it just, it's kind of crazy. I mean, with all the um, shit that's going wrong and like the, the trains derailing, just the, the leakages um, off of that, the, like, I don't know if we've had an oil spill recently, but all that shit, like, we are just spilling all of our crap all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not ragging on anyone. I'm not picking out on any person in specific, but it's kind of what I noticed with this working class generation. A lot of people want to do very little but want to get paid a lot. So yeah. I think it's, a lot of it's starting to become carelessness. Oh, yeah. People are not paying as much attention and they still want to make the big bucks, but don't want to give two shits about it. Yeah, I mean, like that, I, like, I kind of get it to a certain point because like that, the... Companies don't give a shit about us. So, I mean, why should we give a shit about the companies? But, like that, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, well, it's hard to classify every company as that because, you know, there's got to be good company, you know, people that do care out there. Yeah. Well, I feel like they, they start, like, a lot of them start off, like, trying to be that way. But eventually the greed, the greed gets most people. It's kind of scary. Yeah, well, I say money is the root of all evil, mm-hmm. but uh, I had an old neighbor, so he, I know he didn't work too often, but when he worked, he would be gone a few weeks at a time. What he used to do, he was a truck driver, and you had to be cream of the crop of truck drivers to do this job, at least this is what he's, what he was telling us. Um, but he used to drive nuclear material from here to California. Uh huh. So if he was to get like in a wreck or something like that, kaboom. Yeah, that, that's kind of worrisome. Lots of issues. Oh yeah. Well, you you think about all the like all the trucks you pass, you have no idea what they're cut they're carrying. Yeah, some of them are like. I wonder what's there. Those trucks, though, I like when you're playing the license plate game. They're the easiest to get out of state plates. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> a lot of them is where I find Maine from Maine or like back east because a lot of them are coming from back east. It seems like. That's weird. I wonder what they're covering. Carrying. I don't know. 
But let me see. Okay, so I've got a few we can go through. Um, so let's see. This one, it came in March, towards the end of March. A uh, new species of deep sea worm that can't that can live in environments on the ocean floor that are extremely hot or cold has been named after a marine scientist from Trinidad and Tobago. So they found a new deep sea worm that can uh, go through extreme heat or cold. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Doesn't have a picture of it, but... Yeah, the... The amount of life that we have yet to discover on this planet is astounding. Mm-hmm. And you'd think a lot of it's in the ocean, but some of it's in the jungles we can't even get into. Yeah. Well, the so the I they said that we know more about space than we know about our own ocean. So I think that's where people get that from is because there's so much uncharted uh, parts of it plus the I don't really feel besides like reefs that most of the life stays in one spot yeah because I mean most sharks whales and even migrating fish just like follow the warm tides of the current well, I mean you start getting into those deep deep waters though and you never know like yeah we can't get things down there because the pressure is too strong yeah, which is kind of crazy to think that these like very fragile animals can survive the pressure, but we can't. Just, I mean, it's just because they air, but it's just it's still kind of crazy to think about it. Well, they they don't really need air since they breathe through water, but right, but like like if they had any air, like any air pocket in their uh, anatomy it would kill them yeah it, yeah but it's, you would uh, it's, it's kind of crazy the pressure in space is less than the pressure in our own world that's nuts yeah we haven't even explored well that's two that's two different areas like we're never going to explore the vastness of space, but yeah, we're never going to explore, explore the vastness of our oceans. No, it just kind of, kind of nuts on both, both aspects. It's like, uh, trying to remember the name of the Island. Um, there's an Island I was watching. Um, gosh, it's going to bother me now. I was watching like, a. Uh, discovery show or something like that but it's talking about an island where it has not been touched by modern uh, technology uh-huh. and the people on there do not realize that and they are under so gosh I wish I could remember the name of this island but uh, people that go and try to research it the people that live on this island will meet you out on the beach and start chucking spears at you, shooting their bows and arrows at you. 
because they don't want you to come on land. You're not welcome there at all. Yeah. And it makes me wonder what they have on that land that we cannot get into to see. Like they know, could like, have could be... some animals or some kind of breed of fish or something on there that we've not seen. Oh, I'm most guaranteed. But, but uh, that that's kind of crazy. I mean, I wonder if it's like just they don't want outsiders, like, you know, like a territorial thing or if like they've got a shrine. Like uh, they, they don't know because they can't get in there to ask them. I know. I just, it just it's all speculation at that. I point. think a lot of it's territorial because they almost instantly start attacking without even giving you a chance. Yeah. Well, is that Excuse just me. like the first encounter of it? Were they like that or? Yeah. So, well, that's what everybody says. Everybody that goes there, they never come back. So they eventually get either a taken into the island and being become part of it or die. That's uh, cannibal, cannibalism, man. Yeah. Really, really yeah. other uh, other other white meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it to me, there's got to be other islands we've not seen that are like that, and other parts of land masses that are like that that we haven't discovered yet. Yeah. Well, I know what is the Galapagos Islands. What what's the one that has like over ten thousand of them? That's around. Um, uh, I can't think of it. I think it. Is, I think you're thinking of that. It is the Galapagos Islands. But that, like they were saying, like somewhere around fifty or more percent of those, no one's ever been on or even charted. Yeah. So they have one of the ones I remember. I saw a documentary on it years ago. Was a. Uh... They found a lizard on there that they would find, uh, like on the mainland. Uh-huh. But these ones had developed, uh, started developing gills and webbed, webbed, uh, claws, hands, whatever you want to call a lizard's paws, whatever. But they started getting webbing and gills so that they could both walk on land and go underwater. So they were eventually evolved into a new creature that's pretty but, cool but they had all kind of the same they had the exact same characteristics as those on the mainland except the gills and the web feet because now they needed to go into to hunt for food yeah and even probably swap island to island yeah so there's probably yeah. lots of cool things on those yeah Except for the bugs. Fuck bugs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. A Massachusetts Um, man convicted of helping steal millions of dollars from hundreds of people in an online romance scam. Uh, He gets caught. He gets four and a half years. Uh, He regaling the victims with stories of oil rig explosions and foreign jails has been sentenced. So he went on this whole scam and got $8 million on this online romance scam and got caught. Uh, <laughs> it's in Boston. in Boston. Not shocking. I mean, this one, this one's not like new, new, but it's newish, which I didn't, I didn't know about this, but I guess, um, 
Cubans um, voted um, for their legislation to allow same-sex couples to get married and adopt. Um, Over 67% of them voted for it. Um, And I guess this was around September 25th on 2021 and it made Cuba the first communist country to legalize gay marriage and adoption. Nice. And then, uh, it looks like the Singapore appealed the British, uh, colonial era, uh, that criminalized sex between men. Um, and they just abolished it. Um, around this around November thirtieth on twenty twenty one, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, there there's been a lot of uh, more rights for people that have been fighting for it for years and years and years. They're starting to get it, which is kind of cool. And then uh, this one's kind of interesting. Um, Scotland. That this is older news too, but they may they uh did the period products, women's feminine products, uh-huh. uh, uh, available free of charge. Who was that again? Scotland. Okay. So, it's like, stuff that people need. That's uh, cool. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting that we're, we're starting to realize to help the people in the world instead of take from them. Yeah. So it's that's like, a, I remember years ago, insurance wouldn't ever cover uh, birth control. And yeah. was it the last handful of years that it, it's fully covered now? Cause I remember paying 85 bucks a month for my wife to have it. And I was like, that's so much money. Yeah. But yeah, that was, yeah, now it's they cover all of it, so it's making it a little easier to get for for people. Yeah, it'd be nice, but like it just like just the simple shit, like even just homeless people and stuff like that, like they need help too. But we don't ever think about that shit because we don't we're not affected by it. Yeah. What we got to realize too is that. We got to get out there and start helping. I mean, we we've uh, we're gonna start putting more like canned goods together, and we're gonna go give them to the food pantry where they like people can go in and get free food and stuff like that to survive. You're doing that, or I'm gonna start start doing it. We got a bunch of cans together, and we're gonna go drop them off. But yeah, it's just we re- starting to realize that we need just need to help out a little bit more instead of bitching about shit. Yeah. Karma, karma's it's good juju, good karma yeah. for you. Well, I mean, even, even I mean, I don't want it to be like that where it's like, oh, I'm only doing this for the karma. Like, I legitimately want the world to be a better place for our kids. I agree with that. And then I heard somebody else say, why don't we create better kids for the world? Yeah, well, you can also argue that fact just because, like, 
the generate the couple generations after us have been lazy as balls and like stuck to their phone in their own world, not caring about the world outside. Uh-huh. So I mean we 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 should do both, honestly. Yeah. Both need it's to not, be done. Yeah, it's not just one one solution or, or like one thing that needs to be done. Like our like our system needs a reboot. Our living situations need reboots, but but uh, so the I don't I forgot my wife was telling me about this. I don't know where she got the information for, or if it was just like one of those random things. But they were saying that most homeless people do like will get themselves out of their own issues if they only have a like a safe place, like a safe place to live. Like it could just be like a one bedroom or a, a studio or something, just some place where they can have safety with their stuff and get cleaned up. Uh-huh. Like, like a good chunk of the, the like I don't know if it was like percentage wise, but I know it was over half. Will actually pull themselves out of the their like being homeless and having issues and stuff like that. It's just that something happened and they they got to that point and then at that point there's no help for them. Mm-hmm. Cause like that, you don't have money for a down payment. You don't have anything, but the, I don't for, there was a couple countries that were doing like free living pods and stuff like that. And they could live there for as long as they need. To. But when they started getting on their own, they would leave and somebody else would take it. And they were saying that it was like a really, really good turnover and people got themselves out of their funk. Yeah, that's but that's interesting. I, I wish we could implement it here, but I mean even in Utah, they're um we've shut down everything in Salt Lake basically. And we're just like, oh we just push it off to the next city or the area and just say screw the homeless. I I just don't get it. You know, they say we throw away enough food to feed everybody in the world. Yeah. For for at least a year or two. I mean that's yeah. a, that's a lot. Like take that and ship it over somewhere else, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I I've been part of the problem. I throw away food, oh, especially with kids. Well, yeah, and then like that. I but the thing is, you can't save a lot of this stuff. Like, oh well, I'm gonna save the half-eaten um uh string cheese and send it somewhere. Somebody would care for it. Yeah, by the time they got it all moldy and it, it would be more expensive. Yeah. But I, I get it. But I also uh, I, I also have a hard time though because I've had uh, when you just go down the street um, somebody's begging for you know, I'm hungry, I need some food and you give them some food but then they look at you like you're a terrible person because you didn't give them money. Yeah, and they just get the food and throw it to the ground and say thanks or whatever and just chew you on. 
Yeah, well, at that point, I I feel like those are the scam artists. Yeah. Because that, that's the problem. I don't want to give anybody money for that is because I don't know who's legit and who's not. Uh, that's why it's easier to give it to, like, an organization. Like, uh, the church around here does donations, the Red Cross. Um, I don't know who else, but. Yeah, well, the, the shitty part about all those donation places and stuff like that, they skim off the top. So I don't know yeah, what I don't actually... Know. I, don't, I don't jump into it too much, but... Yeah, well, that's why I don't do it, because all of them, they take a percentage. I think the worst one that I remember hearing about was actually the Mark of Dimes. They were, like, taking, like, 60 or 70%. Jeez. Yeah, it was show. bad. Yeah. I think I remember that. Sounds familiar. Yeah, but so like they like most of that shit, like you try and do something nice and somebody comes around and screws it up. Yeah, there's those people that are around. Yeah. But just trying to be a better person. I mean, hopefully our I mean, I don't think we have too many corrupt listeners out there. Maybe we need some more. Or corrupt hosts. No, that that, that was a given, man. <laughs> yeah. So so another topic, not to cut you off, just seeing where the time is at. I just yeah, no. just found pretty interesting. So they're projecting limb loss. In individuals to be over 3.6 million or 3.6 million in, but let me restart it. Okay, yeah, yeah. loss is projected to affect over 3.6 million individuals per year by the year 2050. So apparently, right now at Tufts University, they have started this thing. Uh, so it's called an acute multi-drug delivery that they give. It's, it's wearable, it's a wearable bioreactor. And what it does is it enables long-term limb regeneration. And they have successfully done that in frogs. Yeah, but frogs and amphibians, most of them regain that they're some of their limbs so i mean i don't don't think frogs do do they some of them do i think but i'm not 100 i know know lizards can yeah uh well lizards mainly do it with their tails i think i think that's about it i don't know if they do like feet or um leg toes or stuff yeah this is full-on full limb regeneration yeah, but I mean that's that's amphibious um, well, DNA sorry. and stuff like that. Well, if... Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying it's a, it's a completely different makeup than us. So hopefully they can transfer the information over. Well, yeah, that's what they're doing. Is what they're working on now is to be able to successfully do it on more complex tissues and reengineering it so it can work for humans. Cool. Um, I don't remember who did it, but it was, 
a year or two ago, if not a little bit longer, but they made a fully functioning um, arm for a girl that I think she's probably like 15, 16 at the time, but like her thought process would actually make the, and the muscle movements of her arm, uh-huh. like the, of her, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like I want to, like first thing that comes to mind is a nub, but that sounds very insensitive. But her, where her amp- amputation was or where her loss of limb was, even the muscles move, she told the, the hand what to do. And it was kind of kind of cool to watch it work, but yeah, it completely closed, and like she, they had a, a limiter on it so she didn't crush things. But yeah, she could pick up a needle and and sew with it with it. It was like it was super um, pinpoint accuracy. It was really cool to watch it work. That's cool. So I, I feel like even if we don't get our um, the regenerating limbs. I mean, we also also have huge leaps and bounds with prosthetics, which are helping a lot too. I mean, you can't get your feeling back. And I mean, hopefully we can get away with uh, help with paralysis and stuff like that. But that'd be interesting. Who knows what they're gonna, you know, find in the future? The advances going on, things they'll be able to do. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the sad thing is the latest huge breakthrough in medical-wise that made a difference between everything was actually penicillin. Nothing else there after that has uh, made as big as a difference in the medical field. That's weird, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, what well, is just kind of crazy to think that, that happened? Yeah, what what before then? How bad it really was to where we're sitting now. I mean, there's always something new coming out too. Yeah, it'll be interesting, fun to see. Yeah, you, you got any? A couple more. Um, no, I, I, everything I have is not current. I was just looking at some of the dates with this one. Like I have one about, um, the James Webb telescope, some of the new pictures, but that was like 2016 or some shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have too many, uh, 2022, I guess, July 11th. They're starting to map, supposedly, the edges of the universe, which I didn't really think is a thing. So I don't know how they know. Because, like, they make all these speculations and like, oh, well, this is the the edge of the universe. Well, they say you, yeah, I don't know how they can do that, too, because they say if you pick up a grain of sand and you hold it up to the sky... There's more stars and planets behind that grain of sand than there are grains of sand on the planet Earth. Yeah, so I, I don't know how they, like, see the edge. And, like, what would the edge of the universe even look like? Just nothing? Maybe it's something to go along with flat Earth. It just, you just fall off into the next layer of a galaxy. 
<laughs> Maybe, but I mean, I've I don't know how true this one is either. But they were saying that um, if you could reach, like, if you started where we're at now and just picked a direction, you would never reach the end in any lifetime, just because it's constantly growing. Mm-hmm. So so like in such a a fast pace that we would never ever 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 reach it no matter how fast we went you'd have to like warp you'd have to be able to just like think of it and be there yeah maybe maybe that would be the only way to catch up to it but yeah they're just saying that our universe is expanding every second like tenfold 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 that like and just in that that aspect we are really 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 small aspect of the universe uh-huh so that makes you go how big are your problems if you're that tiny into the grand scheme of things yeah like what are you actually going to change which is kind of depressing and in, in that like it can either be depressing or it can be like oh well, now I don't have to worry about shit. So, I mean, it can go both ways. So, to end on, I guess, since you're done, I just found out to go along with the space. NASA has just reported um, earlier this year. They have discuss- They have named it LHS-475B. It's an Earth-like exoplanet. Uh, they found it through their James Webb Space Telescope. Okay. How far away is it? Do you know? Um, let's or are they it. guessing? It's probably going to be guessing. Let's see. I'm not finding, finding that. No good. I was just more curious than anything. Let's see. Let me see. Give me a, give me a second. One. Thanks. Uh-huh. Do you need another one? I need like five. Oh, okay. Forty point seven light years away. That's not that bad. Um, it is a terrestrial planet, they say. Um in the constellation of Octans. It was the first extrasolar planet to be confirmed by that telescope. It completes an orbit every two days and is 99% the diameter of Earth. I wonder if it's got like a solar system like ours. Because they were saying something about how our position from our sun and how we rotate and all that Uh stuff is a huge dynamic on how we why we can sustain life so it says that it sounds like that so this is from nasa as well it says it has a mass similar to earth and orbits a small red star about 40 light years away Mm. The feature, um, you can go on NASA, it'll show you some pictures and give you more explanation, but um, they're thinking it could be habitable. I mean, it, 
I guess unless you get right there on it, but yeah, well, like that, I you wouldn't I think, know. No, I think ninety percent of our stuff is all speculation until, like you said, we get there, which is going to be hundreds of years before we're doing. You're gonna have to develop that. Find a way to warp there, Star Trek it. Yep. But. That's what I've got, so. Yeah, I I don't got anything else. But, yeah, that would be really cool if we can get to that point in time. But I I feel like we got enough. Yeah, I think we got enough problems on Earth that we need to solve before we go out into space and ruin everybody else's. Come on, we can just warp away and get away from our problems. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are trying to think. It's like, uh, what was it, Wally? Uh, Wally, we'll, yeah, the Disney show. Uh, we'll just we'll just sit on the the sp- the star space and just sit there forever, becoming fatter and fatter, just less and less the, bones. Just, just find a whole. Well, Wally's that robot show. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it all the way through. I won't lie. So. Oh, well, they just have a big old space station. Everyone's just gotten lazy and have lost like 90% of their bone structure oh. because they don't get off of their seats. And even when they have kids, they just put them on a, a hovering board and just give them random fruit cocktails and stuff. That's on Wally? Yeah. Huh. I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah. The show that, the show that never talks. Oh, he, they get to the point higher up that they do. Well, no, I mean, like, the show does, doesn't have any talking in it. Not for, like, half the show. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, but you're just creating a whole other world of problems, trying to avoid it. You'll find more. Yep. It's about overcoming mm-hmm. the problem. And, well, the, the pro like, I know this is a little... Uh, uh, pessimistic, but our problem is the human race. Yep, but it's also the solution. Yep. <laughs> it's weird how many times it's that's so what it is. We're the problem and the solution. Yeah, overthink things. Too many engineers around, I guess. Uh huh. Too many hands. Everything. <laughs> Too many hands in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> in the cookie pot. Yep. Too many cook cooks in the cookie pot. Cooks in the cookie pot. Yeah, because I'm, I'm too many hands in the cookie cookie jar. Too many cooks too in the many kitchen. Cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, so I put both of them together. <laughs> I guess it works. <laughs> it does now. We made it. You, you, yeah. But all right, thanks everybody for listening. That we hope you keep enjoying, keep sharing, yep. keep listening. Yeah, keep laughing at our stupid antics. Yeah. We're 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 a different kind of flavor. Yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> all right, you all have a good day or night. Okay. Yeah, remember we love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you. <laughs>